0: Three, two, one, zero. Hello, welcome to
1: episode 183. Listen a question about debts. Hey, Money Clan, a very warm welcome to the Chain of Wealth podcast. I'm your host, Dennis O'Brien.
2: And I'm Katie Welsh.
1: So, Katie, quite an interesting question today. And I feel like a ton of people struggle with this kind of thing. So, I'm glad we had someone reach out and ask this exact question.
2: Yeah, so quick overview of what we're going to be talking about. We had a listener reach out to us because she is having a baby, which is really exciting, but they have some debt going on that they also want to get situated. And that, understandably so. If I was in the same position, I would be a bit questioning what I should be doing because paying off debt is a huge goal, but babies are expensive. So how are you going to do both?
1: Well, the thing is life goes on, you know, Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you're going to have creditors knocking at your door either way. So figuring out how to nip this in the bud as early as you can is definitely crucial.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: Cool. Well, before we dive on in, if you guys haven't already, don't forget to join our Facebook community. Head on over to chainofvolth.com group and come and say hi. All right, Kate, you ready to dive in? Yeah. Fantastic. Let's do it.
2: Welcome to Chain of Wealth. Here's your host, Dennis, inspiring you to begin your journey of financial freedom.
1: All right, Kate. So I'm going to hand over to you for the listener question, just to sort of read it out, give people a little bit of background. So, what do you got?
2: Yes. So Emily reached out to us and she said, hey, guys, I love the show, but I haven't been able to listen in a while. We could use your help with some ideas and guidance. We have about 18000 in debt spread out between credit cards and about 18000 in student loans. We have a toddler and a baby due in November, so diapers and doctor bills are kicking out on top of it all. We finally sat down and looked at our budget. There's not really too much room for saving anywhere. My idea is to consolidate our credit cards into one. Can you steer us in the right direction for that? I know I've heard you talk about it before, but I can't remember which podcast. Thanks, Emily.
1: Yeah, so I think Emily faces a situation that a ton of people get themselves into, especially when they start a family, and that's the bills just keep coming.
2: Yeah, well, and especially I think a lot of people... Start their family before student loans are paid off.
1: Right. And I think that's a very big problem that the millennials have in general because of the high student loan balances. And everything seems to happen a little bit later in life. But if you don't manage to pay off your student loan before you have kids, you're going to have to still think about it. And Mm -hmm. and I'm glad Emily reached out because there are a ton of people in this situation.
2: Well, and her kids are still little. So she can really try to nip this in the bud before it starts affecting like when they are getting cars and going to prom and big expenses like that. And I think having credit card debt is totally normal too because what happens? I know for me, when I moved out and got my first apartment, well, now you have an apartment, you need stuff to put in it. Yeah,
1: that's very true.
2: <laughs> so you get your, your furniture bills and you're, you know, you're paying for new plates and dishes. And literally, I don't think people realize when they're living at home how much they need when they move out of their parents' house.
1: Right. And it's just general stuff. Like, it isn't necessarily one thing in particular. It's a lot of small things and they all add up really, really quickly. Yeah. And yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. So let's tackle the student loans first. So what would you do if you had about 18,000 in student loans? Oof.
2: Um, Well, I'm just going to go because Emily didn't say that she was in public service, like a firefighter or teacher or anything. Right. Because my first reaction would be to try to get loan forgiveness. But if I was not able to do that, I think what I would do is I would try to consolidate them and refinance them to get a lower interest rate.
1: Yeah, I would say like I wouldn't. I'm not sure if I would go the loan forgiveness route just because it's 18 grand. It's not actually a ton of money, you know. I would say if high balance is definitely for sure, but 18 grand, I would say it's doable. Now the thing is, is that. Well, whether you're in a position to pay off that 18 grand will dictate what you should do, I think. Mm-hmm. So if you're in a position where that 18 grand, you know, you just don't have enough money right now and you're spread too thin and everything else, I would sort of not prioritize the 18 grand. What, what I would do is I would say, number one, make sure you've refinanced it to get the best rate, like you said, to mm-hmm. um, so be in a good position where, you know, you're happy and like the rate is as low as you can get it. And then I would just kind of maintain it for a while. I would focus on paying down the other debt first because okay. that's 16000 in like her credit cards and everything else. Like, I would say that that probably is the, that's what you want to start chipping away first because that's probably going to have the higher interest rates.
2: I think that's a good advice. So pay off the credit card first, but just organize your student loan situation.
1: Right. So, so like, get it into maintenance mode. I'm not saying defer and stop paying it altogether. Maybe just make the minimum payments for now on the student loan until you have the credit card under control. Okay. Then with regards to the credit cards, depending on how many cards that are spread over, I would try and get them onto one card or on or as close to one card as possible. And I'm not sure if Emily had opened up new credit cards or what the current status of them is. But if she opens up a new credit card, she can potentially get a signing bonus. So the signing balance will give her a little bit of money. Um, it's not probably going to be a ton of money. It's probably going to be like 100, 200 bucks.
2: Can I stop you real sure. quick? Because I just want to make sure I'm following your advice. Right. So organize the student loans, have them at a low interest rate, and then pay them off over time. Yep. And then really focus on the credit card balance. And you're saying to try to get all the credit card balances onto one card. Right. So either open up a new credit card and put all that debt on one. Right. Or she could take the maybe like the least amount of debt on one card, transfer all of them into one pot.
1: Yeah. So the reason I suggested a new card is because Emily's going to want to try and get a card that has 0% balance transfer and then free interest for the first like 18 months or so.
2: So do you have a card that you could not super recommend, but maybe just shoot a name out there?
1: I actually don't have one, Kate. So I think that she's going to have to shop around and look. I do know that there are cards available out there that do have a 0% balance transfer. But you also need to make sure that you meet the minimum and just be careful that there's no fee on transferring that money as well. Because very often there's a fee associated with moving it, but you can get a 0% uh, card and you can also often find cards that are free. You do need to check around for this. So don't just jump on the first card that you see 0% APR like, look around and figure out if the balance transfer is free as well. So, say she's got 16 grand and she managed to get a card with maybe a $10,000 limit. Um, she transfers all her stuff. That's now 0% APR. And let's say it's for 18 months. Okay. Okay. That means that she's got 18 months to pay back that $10,000 before she starts paying interest.
2: Oh, crafty.
1: But here's the kicker, right? If she doesn't manage to pay it all off, in that time frame, she's going to get hit with all the interest for that period of time. So when you are taking out a strategy like this, you want to make sure that you're able to pay it all off within that promotional period.
2: Okay. So when she opens up that credit card, she needs to vow to herself that it will be paid off within that year timeframe. time frame.
1: Exactly. She
2: has to do that. Okay.
1: Yeah. So critically important that you pay it off within that promotional period. I would say like... You know, Kate, the thing is like when you start a new family, expenses are going to be high. Right. You know, and when the, she has all these expenses coming in, like she said she has a toddler and a baby Jew and there's diapers and doctors and everything and else. And probably
2: daycare. And,
1: and well, daycare coming soon, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> so I would say that, you know, she also wants a credit card that can get her some points on that money that she's going to be spending anyway. Okay. So potentially, um, you know, just, just a general credit card that she can maybe put random expenses on. So the doctor's bills may be some kind of an HSA account that she may be utilizing for that. So that's not really a credit card. But for diapers and stuff like that, definitely you can be using a credit card and getting some points on that.
2: And perhaps even buying in bulk so she could get a little bit of a cheaper deal for them.
1: Yeah, definitely. And especially that there's a toddler and a baby, you know, you probably are at that point that, okay, you can probably kind of see how how far along it's going to be. Yeah. All right, well, Kate, before we chat a little bit further, I think now will be a great time to take a break and say a quick thanks to our sponsor. Education really is at the forefront of everything we do here at Chain of Wealth. And that's why we absolutely love The Great Courses Plus. The Great Courses Plus is an awesome streaming service that has a library of over 11,000 videos with tons of content that is super, super valuable. This content is given by lecturers from world-renowned universities and even the Smithsonian. They also have a great mobile app. The Great Courses Plus has recently partnered with Chain of Wealth and we're giving away a month of free access. One of the courses that Kate and I have really been into lately is the Financial Literacy, Finding Your Way in the Financial Markets course. It's absolutely great. It talks about how everything works in the financial market. And it really dumbs it down in such a way that anyone can understand it, whether you have a finance degree or not. If you guys would like to claim an offer of one month for free, you can head on over to slash wealth. That's slash wealth. The Great Courses Plus, where great learning happens.
2: Okay, so we talked a lot about how Emily or anybody in this situation could consolidate and in- prioritize their debt payoff, especially when having a new family around. Right. And she said there's not a whole lot of room to cut the budget down, which means she's obviously made a budget and it's pretty on point. Yeah. So the way I see it, Emily really only has one option. She needs to make more money. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So I was thinking during the break... What could we say to help in this situation? Because if you're reaching out to a podcast and you're listening to financial podcasts, you want some help. So I'm trying to think of what Emily could do in her little bit of spare time because she has a toddler and we don't have kids, but I have been with friends who have toddlers and they are exhausting. And especially if you're pregnant, then you're even more exhausted. Right. So my first idea is to become a VA.
1: Kate, I thought the exact same thing. I thought it was a perfect sort of job for her in her spare time. So firstly, what is a VA?
2: Good question. A VA is called a virtual assistant. And now what that is, is somebody, you are working for somebody who has a business, whether it's an online business, whether it's an actual business, but it's something that you can do in the after hours for an hour or two and you can collect Some extra cash from that. So that could be anything from if you are into Pinterest, all those beautiful pins that you see when you're going through looking at things, people make those and they're not hard to make. Once you get the hang of it, it's really not hard. And if you have a question on how to make that, we do have really great courses that we could recommend for that. So you could become a Pinterest VA. You could become just like a scheduler of sorts. I know a lot of people who they VA just for small websites and they do things like creating backlinks or they write posts or something like that. It's really easy to find a good VA job, but where would you find them?
1: Yeah, so I'm going to just say Facebook. And Mm -hmm. the reason I say Facebook is because Facebook has got a community of like over a billion people. So there's almost anyone that you, you know, like want to chat to, they have a Facebook profile or they've been on Facebook. Mm -hmm. But I'm not talking about mindlessly scrolling through a news feed. What I would suggest is joining Facebook groups where there are people looking for such services. And just to pivot on your point... You spoke about sort of doing stuff for websites, so essentially bloggers. Mm -hmm. So if you potentially join like a blogging community, you can sort of say on the community, hey guys, I am looking to be a VA and this is what I want to be doing. And you'll be surprised at how many people will reply to you and want to give you a try.
2: And I know what you're probably thinking too. I have no idea what a backlink is. I don't know how to make a Pinterest pin. I don't know how to do any of this. I'm going to clue you in on a secret if you are a hard worker and you are reliable people will teach you
1: yeah that is so true
2: yeah because i know we've had guests on before where they have hired a va and part of their arrangement was free like education and the girl is teaching her VA, everything she knows to really build her skill set. And she's also getting money on the side from it. So it's like a win-win. And then once you really become comfortable with it, you can pick up more clients. And it doesn't have to be like eight hours a day. It could be one or two hours at night after you put your kids to bed.
1: Yeah. So like just to give you guys another idea of the kind of VA work that you can do, Kate actually is a VA in a sense as well. I am. And (laughs) what she does is she ships books for an author. And, you know, like effectively she does this in her spare time. It's like, what, maybe an hour a day sort of thing. You know, and it's literally work from anywhere. So she could be sitting at home. She could be sitting in a coffee shop, wherever it is. She's able to make a little bit of extra money each and every day. And over a couple of months, you've made several thousand dollars.
2: It was pivotal in helping me pay off my student loan.
1: Yeah. So And
2: if- when you say work from anywhere… It really is work from anywhere. When we were in Africa for a month, I took my laptop and a couple, and it's not, it wasn't an an everyday thing, but every couple of days I would check in and see if there was anything that he needed. And it is many times I've said a blessing from God with that VA job.
1: Yeah. But I mean, it just goes to show like how, you know, creative you can get in terms of the type of job that you can do. And realistically, I know you said earlier that it's a win-win if people get trained. It's actually even more of a win because the person training you will teach you exactly what they want. Mm-hmm. And that is so important as someone that is running a business as being able to sculpt their VA because you're not coming with this, you know, predetermined work ethic and your way of doing things and everything else. You can be trained and you're open to learning. And I honestly think that learning at any point in in like your life is a critical thing. And I know we spoke earlier during the sponsorship round about the great courses plus and that's exactly what it is as well you know it's learning Mm -hmm. and if as long as you're constantly learning you can really teach yourself new skills and make a lot more money and Kate let's be real it's not the the nine to five that really counts because you have fixed expenses (laughs) no but it's true you have fixed expenses every month it's everything extra that you're able to put away that's really going to help you pay off debts like save for a house you know pay off your Car, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know that's Absolutely. actually how you're going to, almost like um, what's the word? Uh, get ahead. Yeah, I was looking for some kind of a bolder metaphor, but uh,
2: was, you obviously <laughs> were very let down with that. I do have one other suggestion. I don't know Emily's situation. I don't know what her job is like or anything, but this is an idea that I've had for myself when I have kids. Now I'm a teacher. We don't even need to talk about teacher salaries, but we can talk about daycare costs.
1: Right. And they're huge.
2: And everybody cringes. Every person that I talk to cringes when they talk about daycare. My idea for myself, Emily, and if you want to borrow it, go for it. I would quit my job. I would stay home with my baby. And then undoubtedly you have a coworker or a friend or somebody you know that also needs daycare costs. And of course, you have to get like licensing and everything if you want to make this really official. So definitely go jump through all the hoops. But then you can start bringing in your own and taking care of other people's kids. And I think that's a win-win for a few reasons. You're helping people out. Because even if you make it a little bit cheaper, that's helping people. You're at home with your baby. And chances are, because it's in your home... And it's only a couple of kids, people aren't going to be getting sick like what they typically are. Yeah, do. that's true. But it is probably most definitely a lot of work because you're with kids all day long. But that's just another idea that I've thought about.
1: Yeah, definitely. So, just to summarize, you know, sort of try and consolidate and refinance any debt that you can utilize um, balance, load, ba- or 0% balance transfers and uh, promotional periods on your credit cards and also try and see if you can't somehow bring a bit of extra money coming in. Definitely. Cool. Well, we've absolutely loved hanging out with you guys and we'll catch you next time on another episode of Chain of Wealth.